you know, we're going to pop in for y'all on Mondays. Y'all know we go to Today, as y'all see, we the, the, the topic is equal relationships should add up. So we're going to really just talk about the equal component of the relationship. You look like you in the Who's that? Somebody's doubling? That's me. My bad. Yeah, so we're going to talk about the, you know, what it means to be in an equal relationship today. And, you know, we're going to start it off by asking our two panelists, Drastic drastic Measures and Amali, what does it mean to be, you know, in an equal relationship? What do you believe it means? Um, I believe the foundation of it is two people that are walking in the same direction. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Y'all got the same goals in mind as far as what you see from your relationship, what you plan on building out of your life. Um, obviously, def, you know, definitely important to have the same core values. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when you got that found, those foundational principles um, of being able to walk in the same direction with your partner, you know what I mean? The, uh, the, the, e the equality comes from what each of you contribute to getting that vision accomplished. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like you putting work in, she's putting work in, you know what I'm saying? And, and y'all work come together and, and, and the results of it multiplies because y'all walking in the same direction with the same goals in mind. Definitely. We, we would say that, that we agree. Amelie, what do you say? <laughs> I agree to what he said also because you got to be equally yoked in order for any type of relationship to work. You got to give or take. You can't just keep giving and you can't just keep keep taking. So if you guys understand each other and come to agreement and come to common goals and dreams and focus on where do you guys go from day one further, then I think it can be an equal relationship. So all about giving and taking. Give and take. That's definitely the circle of motion. Yeah. Yeah, that's excellent. So, you know, when we think about being an equal when we talk when we talk about being in equal relationships, we're talking about, you know, it really deals with understanding your value and the value you bring. So it's not about having the same values in the relationship. So you don't necessarily have the same value that you bring to the relationship. But it's understanding that you add value to the relationship. See what I'm saying? So you don't have to have the same exact value because, you know, like I always use the analogy if me and Jerry's coming from the store and there's 10 bags and she's going to struggle to carry five we can go five and five but if she's going to struggle to carry five but i'm not going to struggle to carry six why wouldn't i carry six and let her have four or carry seven and let her have three if it's not going to be a struggle it's just having equal balance in in the weight and what you put in to make sure both parties are you know comfortable but they're still bringing something of value to the relationship she's still carrying bags i'm still carrying bags I'm using less energy to do so. And why would I put that weight on her just for the sake of it? Just so I can say, oh, she's carrying five, I'm carrying five. We're still equals. We still, are, like Drastic said, we still working towards the same destination. So we're trying to get there without one person breaking their back to do so. You know what I'm saying? What do y'all think about that? Go ahead, Jerry, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. You, you, you didn't cut me off. But yeah, I think that we're conditioned to believe that everything should be 50-50. When you think of equal relationships, when you think of partnerships, you think everyone should be going in 50-50. We should split the rent 50-50. We should 
split the, the, the household responsibilities 50-50. But when you really truly think about it, if the person, and I learned this from my Z's because I was taught that too. My dad used to always say like everything should be split. But if I make more money than my significant other or my roommate or whatever the case may be, then why wouldn't I, if, if I can put in a larger percentage and not, and not be not be hurt financially by putting in a larger percentage, why wouldn't I put in the larger percentage? So that the other person could be left with more money. I could have, I, I'm not, it's not, it's not killing me to pay extra. So we are putting, we are all putting in, but we're putting in based on what makes sense. So I was always taught that 50, that, you know, everything should be, you should split everything in half. But like, as you said about the bags, should we really split everything in half when he's really stronger than I am? With financially, should I split everything in half if I make more money? Like half doesn't really equate. If I'm making a hundred thousand dollars and the other person's making fifty thousand dollars, like, but we're paying the same amount of bills. Like, who's saving more? Like, who's who's able to um, make sure that they always have a cushion or extra money or whatever the case may be, right? So, what do you what do you guys think about that? Were you guys raised with the same idea? Um, and what do you guys feel about that now? Um, I think, well, my opinion on that is there's no such thing as 50-50 as far as, like, splitting hairs, kind of like, you know, the examples that you guys gave. You know, if he's stronger than you, obviously, he's going to carry more bags than you. You know what I'm saying? Um, what, what I believe the equality comes from when, we, when we're talking about having equal relationships, you know what I'm saying, is, is even if you can't match me, like, dollar for dollar, using, using that example, like, at least match effort. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we're in a relationship and and I'm getting you a Gucci purse for Valentine's Day, like, you know what I'm saying? But 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 you make minimum wage, like, buy me a card or something. You know what I'm saying? Do what you can to show that effort, to show that 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 you're willing to contribute. You know what I'm saying? I believe that's where the equality comes. Using the example of, of carrying the grocery bags, it's like, you know what I'm saying? If I'm carrying the majority of the bags, don't let me ca carry all of them, even if I'm capable of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, offer to grab the bread, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like put some effort in, that's, I, I believe that's where the equality comes. You know what I'm saying? The, a, a person a person telegraphing their intentions and actually contributing, you know what I'm saying? But is it equality or is it actually a person actually showing that they is making some type of an effort? Yeah, because, maybe, that's what I mean, yeah, yeah. Because being equal and making an effort is two different things, right? Uh -huh. So you want somebody to be thoughtful. So you're saying like if you are buying the Gucci bag and you're 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 thinking of them in that way because that's what they truly want, then you want them to think about you and get you within your within their means, get you something that shows that they appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. So that's the, but that's yeah, not really but that's not equality. That's that's actually showing a person that they actually care. You know what I mean? That's showing that they appreciate them. That doesn't mean that you guys are still equal. It doesn't mean that you guys are still thinking about the relationship equally either. Yeah, it just means I might have used the wrong example when I said like Gucci bag, because that's just something material. But um replace that with something that that makes it obvious that you put thought and consideration into getting something that's tailored specifically for that individual. You know what I mean? And maybe it costs more money than what the other person has the means to be able to afford. But I still, you know what I'm saying? You still want to see that they put that level of effort and thought into getting something that's tailored specifically for you, you know? So you want somebody to to, 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 to match your energy, basically? Yeah. I mean, just being mindful, being mindful, having that mindfulness. Yeah. I, I Go ahead, used, Molly. 
I used to think 50-50 that we all put in half and half. But as I've gotten older and been through some experience, I think that it's, we should, whoever, not weaker, I can't say weak, but um, whoever can, I, I'm trying to put it in the words. For lack of a better word, just say it's weaker yeah. in that, in that. Yeah, you feel this. The, you feel the void of the person that's weaker than you in the relationship. You see what I'm saying? So, say for instance, like for instance, cooking. If I'm good at cooking, and my significant other is not, but he's good at doing laundry, then he can do the laundry, and I can do the cooking. So, I I think it's like filling the void of, um, you, you know, things like that, like. Like the money situation. If I'm making less than him, why can't he put in a little more? Not saying that I don't want to, it's just I just can't. Mm -hmm. You you know what I mean? Like, and for instance, like if we had kids and the kids are young and we don't want to pay a babysitter, we sacrifice, he worked nights and I work days, or I work nights and he worked days. So you know you 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 complement in each other in the relationship. Definitely. So I don't believe in the 50-50 thing anymore. Definitely. Yeah. Barry said he thinks it's an effort. Both are already equal. So, I mean, he looks at it, I guess, as both parties, because he ain't here to speak for himself. But I guess he's saying. He's speaking for himself. but both he's party, I mean, he's speaking for himself here, but I don't know. It's not clear what, what he's responding to. So, yeah. So, Barry, um, if you could elaborate, that'd be great. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, um, Amali, um, yeah, she brought me to my next, brought us to our next point, meaning the fact that she's saying that it's, it's, it is a give and take. And, you know, like what she said, lack of a better word, it has nothing to do with the weakness. It's about moving through each other's strengths. Mm -hmm. So where we have conflict typically is where we cater to a person's weaknesses in the relationship. So we go over, we over, we go overboard when it comes to like, oh, this person can't do this, so I'm going to make sure I don't, I do this and I, I extremely do it, or I put the person down because I am doing it. So we go, you know, we either overcompensate or we downplay them for the, having that weakness as opposed to accommodating them or not accommodating mm -hmm. them, but um, compromising with them. And not even, we wouldn't even say compromise anymore because I, I guess we was watching the TED Talk where I agree with the, what the woman was saying about about compromise we do believe in agreements so we have an agreement that i'm going to take care of this aspect of of the relationship and i need to honor that so if i'm like like jerry said if i'm making the the, mo the most money and i'm the breadwinner you know i'm just ex the expectation is for you to whatever you strong in and why i signed up for for the relationship with you because obviously let's be honest we sign up for each other's strengths we sign up with somebody to add to our life. We don't want to sign up with somebody who's taken away from our life. Mm -hmm. So if I'm looking at her strength and she's falling short, that's when we have conflict. She's looking at my strength and I'm falling short. That's when we have conflict. But typically if we have an understanding of a person not being strong in a certain component of, of, of life, we actually lift them up, right? I mean, that's what a loving relationship is, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're dealing with equality, you're dealing with moving through your strengths. You're dealing with coming from your strengths and not just accepting a person's weaknesses, but 
challenging them to get strong in that aspect, but at the same time carrying your load and making sure you sign up for a lifetime for those weaknesses. I mean, for them, for them strengths to offset those weaknesses. Excuse me. So what do y'all think? I, I want to ask you a question. How, yeah. how does that, how does that, um, like, I know you've used the example that Jerry got more knowledge about nutrition than you. So yeah. how does what you just said apply to that? But like, she's stronger than you when it comes to nutrition. Because so how when do you I walk in the, oh, you're not finished? Go ahead. Yeah, I guess, well, yeah, like, like, how do you hold your, how do you hold, how do you hold your own weight? You know what I'm saying? If that's a weakness of yours. Yeah, I don't, I don't even try to hold weight. What I do is I come in a room and I understand who I am in the room. She's the person more knowledgeable, so I follow her lead. So if she's cooking a dish and she's, I'm, I'm asking questions, I'm not implying. Oh, why, why are you cooking that? And why are you cooking that? I don't want to eat that. Instead, I'm like, you know, is they, well, why are you cooking this? How is this going to assist us? How is this going to help us? I'm going to ask her questions to learn more because I know that she's more qualified than I am. So I'm not going to, her strength is not making me feel inadequate. I don't feel inadequate because she's strong in something. I look at that as a strength because she's connected to me. So because she's connected to me, that's my strength as well. I always have a reference. So I understand that, that when I'm in that room and in that, we, we're in that department, I'm not as strong in that department. So I don't, you know, though I can add somewhat to that department because I know somewhat about something about nutrition, I'm not as well versed. So therefore I take a back seat, listen to what she has to say and follow her lead. If she says, you know, put this back, we get, we get in this type of bread because of this X, Y, and Z, we're going to put it back and get this type of bread. I'm not going to try to be combative and combat with it because it's a strength. And it doesn't, it doesn't help me to be feel validated and, oh, I know a little bit more about nutrition than you do. It doesn't help me. She's but, nor does, but, but nor, but nor do, does he really care. Like, the thing is, is that the one thing that I also learned with Isis is that if, I'm, if, I, if, if I am good at nutrition, right, or knowing the nutritional value of food, and that's the lane. That's what I decided to study. That's what I decided to get into. That's what I know. Like I'm the master of that domain. He's gonna leave me and let me be that, be what I am. He's not trying to overstep. He's not trying to be me. He's not trying to be better than me. He's letting me lead in that area because that's my area. So he's he's confident to know that that I that I mastered it. I have researched it. I did all of that. So I know what I'm talking about. He doesn't want to be there. So he's submitting to the idea that. I'm better at it than he is. He's never gonna battle me for that, for that, to be number one in that area. And he goes in knowing that. Now, if I start to slip up and maybe I don't really know and I stop reading labels and he started, and I intrigued him to start reading labels and the tables turned and he started to know more than I do, then that's different, right? But if, I'm, if, if I know it and he doesn't really care to know it and he's trusting that I'm gonna give him all the information, then he's going in with, just taking my lead like he said if i have if i pick up a bread that i believe is a better brand of bread than what he's picking up he's just going to take he's going to just take my lead and and get the bread that i that i that i suggest i mean if we're if we're being really if we're being totally honest with ourselves we have personal relationships because they add something to our life they add value to our life a lot of people go into relationships because they feel sorry for somebody or they go into relationships because they feel like this person doesn't have friends or this person doesn't have a partner or this, like it, it come, they, 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 they enter the relationship already trying to help the person out of a situation. But when you truly are in a relationship that has value and uh, it's an equal relationship, 
everybody serves a purpose. Mm -hmm. Because once we start getting insecure, when we start believing we don't serve the purpose anymore. You know, if my, if my wife starts talking down to me, or my friend starts talking down to me, and then they bigging up somebody else, the first thing I'm going to do is feel like I don't have that value anymore that I want. Well, that's had. what you hear, yeah. So that's where it all comes from. But if they're always telling me how great I am and, you know, they they they, they reconfirm. And it, it, ain't, it ain't even, when I say great, I'm not even talking about making it valid. I'm just saying that they, they're very... Um, they're very receptive to the fact that I'm, I'm great at what I do. I'm great at this component of life. And they follow my lead and I follow their lead when they, where, where, where they're strong at. And I know we move as one unit. So we add value to each other's lives. We're constantly adding value to each other's lives. You see what I'm saying? So like, why would you get in a relationship where like, there's a lot of people I see that needs, need assistance. I assist yeah. them with my free time. If I have free time, I'm not taking from my personal relationships, but we all have them that, that small free time or we walk across the street, we see somebody need assistance. We, you know, we take two seconds to assist them, but I'm not entering a relationship and putting a label on a relationship until we are equals. Because if I go in a relationship helping them, the expectation is to help them for the rest of the relationship. So relationship revolves around them and me helping them because that's what I signed on for. But I'm not going to sign on for somebody who's not an equal person in my life. Meaning they hold their own weight. I hold my own weight and we come together to make something stronger. I want strength in my relationships. I don't want a strength and then that weakness and a person, you know, dragging me down. Who wants that? Yeah. I mean, and if you always, like I said, if you always giving and giving after a while, you're going to break. And that's where the conflict come in because you can't keep carrying somebody over time, over time, over time and not getting anything back. And, and and also when you lead with your strength, isn't the goal for your partner to 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 come up to your level or at least get close to your level? You know what I'm saying? Because like you're not gonna just like you're not like you're not just giving them fish, like you're teaching them how to fish along the way, right? No, so like, Jer well, we so like Jer talking about friends, like huh? we, we've been talking about friends, not just partners. Like everybody, yeah, yeah, friends here, too, yeah. the aim is the aim is never to never to go backwards. The aim is to throw down a rope and say climb. You know what I mean? I'm here for you. I'm holding on to the other end of the rope, but I refuse to go backwards. So if you ain't willing to put in the work, you ain't willing to climb, then you ain't really, you don't really want this relationship. Yeah. Same thing. But what we even saying is like, with using Jerry's example, if I could care less about being great in nutrition, but I do want to eat a nutrition. You do want, you, you do want to be healthy though. I do want to be healthy. I'm going to just follow her lead. Like relationships, we, 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 get, we, we forget this. Relationships is a faith. When somebody walks away from us, we don't see them. We have to trust that that person exists. We got to trust that that person is being everything they say they are. So yeah, I'm following her lead one way or another. Now, is she going to inform me why I'm doing what I'm doing? Of course. She's going to inform me. She's going to educate me, make sure that I have a clear understanding of why I'm eating this. But at the same time, I probably would eat it regardless because I know she's in my best interest. Yeah, I, I guess the point I'm trying to make with that, with that particular um, example is like you're following her lead because you believe that she has a greater level of understanding than you. But along the way, you're not, you're not asking her questions for every single meal. What am I going to eat for this meal? Like what she learned is rubbing off on you Definitely. and she's teaching it to you along the way Definitely. to where you can make your own, like, like if she's at work and you're home, you know what I mean? Like, you know what to pick for yourself because of what she's taught you along the way. Right. 
definitely. Yeah, he's taking in, he's taking in the information, and yes, he's able to eat while I'm not around. But he's taking in the information that I gave him. He's not going searching for new information. He's not adding on to the information. So yes, he is. He's applying it, and he knows when I'm not around, he can make a meal and, and have me in mind when he's when he's buying bread. He's gonna have me in mind, right? He's gonna say. I would have picked this bread a couple of weeks ago, but Jerry told me that that bread is horrible for you, so let me get the other bread, right? But yeah, he's yeah. not—he's not gonna go in and start looking for other other breads, you know, so that he can have a variety of breads. He's gonna leave it at that. So yeah. I, I think that it's—it's it's, yes, he's taking in the information. Yes, he's applying it, but again, he doesn't—he doesn't care enough to do a full-on deep dive into nutrition. To keep adding on to the information. I mean, because if anybody knows about nutrition. It's an ongoing thing. Like you're continue, like you're, you're always learning about all types of things, right? So, and which a lot of things in, in, in life, right? But in this particular situation, he knows that I'm already always going to be on it. So he can focus on other things like building, helping people build healthy relationships or writing or, you know what I mean? Like, like if, if, if I'm doing this and he's doing that and we come together, then we are forced to be reckoned with, you know what I mean? But too many right. people, they're in the same circle, all working to be the same person do the same thing, be strong in the same areas, and when they could be focused on doing other things. That's why we're all friends, that's why we're all together, so we could all bring something different to the table and trust that the other person is gonna shut, is gonna teach everyone else what they learned. Yeah, that's like a foundation. Every, a foundation, every part has its place and its purpose. All, all of them can't just sit on one pillar. The house is going to tilt, you know? So if everybody comes together in the square like it's supposed to and in the middle and the sides, it's going to hold it up. It's not going to fall. So yeah, that's, that's how I see it. That's how yeah, I that's see it. Definitely, that's definitely a good analogy. And I think that's the, that's the foundation of everything. Everybody's trying to build a home that they're comfortable in coming home to and without the foundation. Your home can be pretty, but it's always going to fall apart. So the thing is, it's definitely great to have equal sides, right? Because you don't want your house leaning. You don't want your house tilting. You don't want your house breaking down. So you want to make sure you have equal sides. And when you have your relationships, because a, a lot of people hear relationships and they only hear partnership. Romantic they hear romantic partner. And we always got to remind people, like, our main focus is the friendship because the friendship component changes into a romantic partner at times. You know what I mean? But you should have the friendship component first. So how do you build equal friendships? How do you build, like, how do you say, okay, we're going to be friends for a lifetime? How many of us are really asking each other, are we going to be friends for a lifetime or are we just going with how we feel in the moment? Mm -hmm. Or are we going off the fact that we've been through hard times together? Like, the whole point of friendship is to build and lift each other. And if we're always trying to lift the person from the ground up constantly, that person is hurting their ankle. That person's hurting the relationship. So to ask them now to come up, now we got all these things in place. Listen, that person's judgmental. Listen, you're judging me. Listen, you're, you're always downplaying me. The point is, I shouldn't have to say these things. Think about it. I care about you because I'm, I'm saying the hard things that need to be said because the relationship's gonna fall apart if I don't now tell you, listen, you're becoming an anchor. Mm -hmm. You're holding everything down. We're trying to we trying to sell and you sitting there holding us at shore. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. we need to also challenge our friends to actually give us the affection, the attention, like everything we deserve, and we need to do the same in return. 
So that's also what an equal relationship is. It's also making sure you show up and wake up every day ready to give your best to all the relationships you have in front of you. Because so many people want to do good to people that are outside the relationship and think that I'm a great human being because I look out for all these strangers. But it starts at home as well. You can help more strangers if you got more people assisting you with helping strangers. You get what I'm saying? Your whole team should be on board. You got a cause, they're there. You got a belief, they there. You got a system, they there. But so many people are scared to come together and lose their voice that they forget that friendship being was, was great about being friends is being equal in the friendship and understanding what that means. Now, when you talk about friendship, because I know y'all mentioned, you know, a little bit more about romantic partners. When you talk about having a friend, what do, you, what do you think the components of having a strong friendship? Because it's not as linked as a romantic partner. It's pretty much the same thing, except minus the intimacy. Yeah, but do you do you share income with your friends? Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying there. Yeah, you right. I mean, we do, but, like, we make sure we look out, I mean, all the way. So, like, I mean, we yeah. believe in equal relationships. I mean, I got friends where we'll look out for each other, you know what I'm saying? You need to borrow something, I loan you something, I need to borrow something, you know what I mean? But, yeah, but as far as, like, Splitting our splitting our paychecks and paying bills together, we don't we don't necessarily do that, you know. But do you wake up every day understanding like we're not even talking about splitting bills? The things we could take care of, we take care of. Let's give you an example. Jerry and I, I mean, we've been friends for forever, right? And Point, right? <laughs> it's bigger than the years, right? So what we do is we we look at our budget, we look at what's going out, and let's say Jerry, you know, Jerry needs a new set of sofas. New, new, new furniture. And new living room set, room. at least. You know, huh? <laughs> a new living room set. Yeah, a new, a new living room set. Excuse me. And, you know, she needs it right away. So now I have, like, okay, I ate, I ate out this week. I, you know, I, I got this bill. I paid this bill. I did this. I did that. Now there's just leisure stuff to do with my money. I got a little bit of savings. I'm not going to really destroy my savings, you know, to, for a living room set. But at the same time, how can we get this done? So we talk to all the rest of my friends, and what do we do? We, put, we, put, we put money together and we get the living room set because four or five of us paying $500 is not going to hurt us as bad. Her paying $3,000 is going to kill her. You got homeboys you would do that for also? Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Everybody you that's in my just school. for the ladies? Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, I don't it's mean anybody that's in my on my team. <laughs> Everybody is it. We have a village mentality. Like three thousand dollars makes a miserable friend. Now she got to drop three thousand dollars. Now she's worrying about three thousand dollars. We're sitting there talking to her, and she's worrying about how to how to pay for off this living room set. How could she be fully herself if she's stressing out about a purchase she needed to make? You know what I mean? So we now take that load off of because finances, we, we, we die with that, man. Like we don't die with finances. So at the end of the day is how, is how we treated each other. So we live in that, we live in that type of mindset. So I guess we believe in like friendship. Your friends are your village and it branches out into your romantic partners. But your friends, your friendships is your foundation. They helping you with your children. They helping you, like they helping you through all kinds of stuff. So if you have a tight unit, Nothing could really enter that unit without, you know, getting a thumbs up. If my friends, like, all my friends is telling me something about somebody I met that may be a potential romantic partner, I got to look into it. 
You know what I mean? Because I trust they, I trust what they're saying. I trust their counsel. And the person, oh, you just listening to your friends? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm gonna do. <laughs> like, I don't have no problem telling people, like, yeah, I'm gonna take taking what they're saying. I'm gonna evaluate it. Because when it all said and done, that's my foundation and you're coming into a foundation that's already set. So they, they factored into who I'm bringing in. They're factored into me having a, a child. I don't just, oh, let me go have a child and put it on them. I mean, like, we got to talk about it. So it's, it, it, it's a village mentality, but we all, you know, we all have separate understanding, separate lifestyles, separate, you know, like things, things are separate, but when it comes to the core values, they're similar. So, you know, what do y'all think? That would be an example of what we were saying about friends being tight-knitted. Like, yeah, I, I, like, I like that example, you know what I'm saying? I, I can't say I don't. Um, it's, it's, a, it's, it's new to me, you know what I'm saying? It's something I'm not used to in particular. Like, I remember, um, you know, when I needed to buy brand new bedroom furniture and living room furniture, and, like, I, I furnished my whole house. You know what I'm saying? I got good credit now, but I didn't have good credit at the time. And I didn't have the money for the stuff. So I was like, all right, well, this is how much I'm going to spend. I'm going to go to work and save the money so I can spend that. You know what I'm saying? I'll get out in the meantime. So, but you know what I'm saying? I, I guess, you know, your, your approach would, would have made that happen a lot quicker, you know? I'm just saying. Yeah, that's, that's true because like me, I'm a kind of a loner. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't go to people and say, oh, um, I'm going through this. I need this right now. I would rather go to work, work my overtime, save my money and buy it because in the end, I don't want anybody to be like, well, we help her got, get this and we help her get, get this. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. It's, you have to be careful who your friend, who you bring into your circle also. And it can't just be somebody you met the other day. It has to be lifelong friends. Yeah, I mean, yeah, why can't it be sense. somebody you met the other day and kind of built a relationship? No, I'm not like that. I'm like, I'm just saying, I'm not talking about like, we're not talking about like moving in and that and that like moving towards that direction. But we're always speaking. We're speaking of mentality. So when you go out mm -hmm. and you have that mentality, you attract those same type of people. Mm -hmm. So if you're direct or you're straight to the point or you have things going on, you're going to you're going to constantly attract those same people because people that aren't ready for honest, real live discussions, they're going to run away from those discussions. Mm -hmm. I ask people all kinds of questions and people duck me all the time. When I was in school, I used to ask people all kinds of stuff and people avoid the questions. And when you look at their relationships, they don't have real strong relationships. They have fluffy relationships. They're well known, but they're not really, you know, really attached to anybody and they don't have anybody who's there for them. And then when things hit the fan, they go in and looking for those people that can actually assist them. You can't run from like, oh yeah, I brought you this, you did buy me that. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That's the reality of it. Like, why are you why are you running from it? Jerry could tomorrow be like, Yeah, I did this, I did that. She has done a lot for me. Yeah, I did this, I did that, I did this, I did that, and I'm like, you did. Like, yeah, why are you saying it? Malice, though. You yeah, know, some people want to throw it in your face to other people to make you look small. Yeah, but that's a choice. Isn't that making them look small? Yeah, and also, too, like, if, <laughs> like, if people got together to make sure that you were good, then, then that's the reality of it. You know what I mean? Like, you still was able to get what you needed. Not to say that mm -hmm. you're using them, but you, you was able to achieve your goal, basically. And if they decide to say, hey, I helped 
Amali get uh, her couch, the couch she's sitting on is the couch I help buy. Yeah, you're right, because that's what we both agreed to. We, we agreed to this, we bought into this, we said that that would be the better way. And it's not like you couldn't do it yourself. And honestly, like there's times that you can't do it yourself. Like I used to be the person that I was like you too. I would work overtime, right? To get everything I needed. I would, I would help every, I would, I was always, it was easier for me to give than for me to, to, yeah. to, to, take, to take in, right? Yeah. And I would work all sorts of hours and mm -hmm. spend time away from home. And, and, and be tired and, 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 and nasty and for what? You know what I mean? When I could have just sat back and said, hey guys, it's about that time. I need a new living room set. What, what do you think is realistic for us? And then we come up with a realistic timeline. Everyone's happy. No one's breaking the bank who's helping me. I'm not working overtime, so I'm not um, tired and frustrated and, and nasty because I don't have a life because I'm working off to, to pay these couches. And everyone, and everyone, and everyone lives. And if at the end of the day, as these turns around and says, you know what? You wouldn't even be sitting on those couches without me. He's he's right. And I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to look at him like, are you serious right now? I mean, <laughs> but the reality is that he did help me do it. And then the, the next question is, like he said, what, what's, your, what's your point? You know what yeah, I mean? Like, what are you trying to prove? Yeah, what's your motive. intention? And we talked about this in other conversations about like, yeah, it's always important to know a person's intention. Is he saying that because right now I'm talking that me against the world crap, right? And he's like, well, you know, if, if you was on that me against the world, then you would never have that couch. Makes sense, right? He's mm -hmm. like, it's making me take a step back and think. Or is he saying it because he wants to show that, you know, he's feeling insecure at the moment and he wants to show that he's bringing stuff to my life. Look, you got that couch you're sitting on. You know what I mean? Like, it, I think you, you need to understand why a person's saying what they're saying, but you can't, we should never take away the truth of the truth from it or the reality the reality is yeah. he helped me buy the couch yeah and, and, I mean, that, and then figure out why they a person is saying what they're saying definitely yeah. when okay. you're talking about equal let's be clear when we're talking about equal relationships i'm getting something out of it if i purchase her a couch she's not working overtime she's able to spend more time with us mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying we're all invested like there's nobody doing anything in this relationship just for nothing. Like we're getting yeah. something out of it because we're getting a, a pleasant person. We're getting more time with her. Like the fact that you got to work overtime, how are you building friends? How are you building a, a community? How are you building? Cause that's mental health right there. It is. Yeah. I look, I would look Jerry in the face and like, listen, who are you investing time in? You want to spend 80 hours at work or do you want to actually build strong relationships? Cause yeah, you could have friends that's like, yo, you spend 80 hours, we'll catch you. You know, we'll catch you when we catch you. If you really truly believe that those friends ain't building stronger connections with people they actually can touch whole feel, they definitely are. If I took a job in Chicago, let's say, randomly, yeah, we close, but we're not gonna be as close cause it's distant. Everybody thinks romantically that just, that just oh, when it's romantic is a long distance relationship. Even when you're friends. Yeah. Like you still maintain a friendship, but you're going to drop down like a family member. When you come to town, they drop everything. They come hang out with you. They text you here and there now. They might text you every day. They might get on the phone with you. But the person that's standing right in front of them, the couple of people they met and ran into, those are the people they're going to build relationships with because they can touch and fill and hold. So you got to understand, you got to value what matters. And we always say like, your currency is the people that you have around you. Yeah, I don't like this. You can believe it's money. 
You can believe it's working. You can believe it's how much things you can buy. Or you can start believing that it's the people that you actually come in contact with and build to become your village. You know what I mean? That's a choice. That's where your, that's where, that's where your value is. Because if you got a bunch of people that throw things back in your face, my first question to you is, what type of person are you? Mm -hmm. I think, yo, I think that's that's more um, typical than you would think. Like what you and Jerry got, you know, what y'all got is unique. You know what I mean? Like that's not you know? that's not the norm. You know what I'm saying? For one, y'all got an understanding with each other. Y'all known each other forever. Y'all move as a unit, so you got both of each other's best interests in mind. So, like, if you're trying to get somebody else to follow the same script that you're following, then it, it might be a little bit more difficult for them to get the same results that you get. You know what I mean? Because you're talking about trying to get somebody, like, like I've had situations, like, like, if you get in with a new partner or a new friendship or, or a new friend and they help you buy a couch, like, yeah, they're going to try to, at some point, if that, if that relationship goes left, they're going to want to throw that in your face to try to make you look less than. Like, I remember being in, in a relationship. Like, we're paying bills together, you know what I mean? And, um, and I, you know, I, I was making decent money, but then I got laid off because my uh, my job relocated to a different location. You know what I'm saying? So they gave me a severance package, so I got money still coming in. Um, I was collecting unemployment. I still got money coming in, you know what I'm saying, paying bills. And I treated looking for a job as a job. Like, I'm out there eight hours a day, you know what I'm saying? Eight hours a day, hitting the pavement, like Google wasn't popping then. You know what I'm saying? So I'm hitting the pavement, filling out applications and all of that. She's coming home to a, to a clean house and a cooked meal. But I still got talked down to because it's like, oh, I'm going to work and you're not going to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm putting in effort, though. So How like, long it, did it last? How long did the relationship last? Yeah. Um... I, like I, I, I kept uh, reaching for straws at the time, like an yeah, idiot. How you know long did the, after she talked down to you the first time? How long did it last after that? Uh, longer than it should have. Okay, you know what I'm so saying? but it, but it did last complicit. long. You're complicit because I don't think it's a coincidence that, like, I always I talk to my friends all the time. Like, I have friend, male friends that's like, yo, you get like in life. I've had great partnerships. I had great friends, but you know what I had the capacity to do? Not take a, like, not take a lot of stuff neither, because I knew my value. You know what I mean? So I'll stick around, I'll tell them, listen, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I understand you had a hard time, I understand you grew up in a hard, with a hard life, I understand all these things, uh, let's work through it. You know what I mean? But I'm here because, you know, you ready to change that about yourself. And if it's constantly, it keeps on going, it keeps on going, I'm complicit. Like, if I'm allowing it, I'm complicit. So, yeah, we're not just saying that what we have is not unique. Because, obviously, there's a demand. That's why we have love as a group journey. That's why we are relationship builders, because we know it's a demand. Like, we, we do this. So, we try to encourage other people to stop pushing people away and actually pull people in that actually are like-minded. we also asking them to look at themselves in the mirror. Because everybody, one thing you hear when you're walking down the street is everybody has a story about how they was done wrong. Where's all the people doing everybody wrong then? I always ask that question. Where's all the people doing everybody wrong is everybody's been done wrong? Or everybody, yo, I'm not getting a relationship. You become the person that hurt you. So you're not getting in any relationships. Like you, like what you just said, that's a, that's a, that's a, a man of integrity. Why would you be in that relationship 
for however long, and I understand it's an emotional attachment, but you have to think about it. Why would you be in that relationship however long when you know you can get a person that's actually going to benefit from that? Like yeah, I, I mean, said, your currency. Yeah. You have to understand your value, your currency. So when you know that this person is not, don't, don't, don't understand your worth, then you have to look them in the face and say, listen, if you don't understand my worth, I'm going to have to go and build somewhere else. I'm going to have to try a new, build, a, new, a new business because I need somebody I can build with, not somebody tearing me down. Every brick I put up, they knocking me down. Every brick I put up, yeah. they tan, they, you tan it down. Yeah, I'm out here eight hours. I'm grinding. I'm not sitting on your couch. I'm home working. So, yeah, we know what we have is unique, definitely. But that's why we're here. Not because we don't know that there's a lot of people that don't have it. We know that. But there's a demand for it. When is it okay. time for somebody to actually step up? We used to just sit and just live in this world. You know what I mean? And everybody used to be like, yo, y'all got something special. We decided to do something about it. Love is a group journey. We decided now, okay, we're going to do something about it. We're going to come together, two friends, and do what we have to do to actually show people that there is another way of living. But go ahead, Jerry. I seen the mouth open a little. <laughs> no, and I was going to say, like, it, I'm glad the, the, the conversation came back around full circle because of, you know, Jurassic said, like, you know, when you're dealing with people, um, you sometimes have you're you're at the top of the the, the, the mountain and you gotta you know throw them the rope to, to to get them to to help them up right yeah yeah and the thing about that is every time that you if you if you start where you're on the mountain and you gotta throw them the, the rope to help them up a lot of times is a lot of those people they're never really gonna get you're, you're not going to stay on the top of the they, they, You're going to give them the rope. They're going to get to the top. You're going to keep going, right? And then you're going to have to throw the rope again, have them look, climb, and then that's just going to be the, the basis of your relationship. And then it becomes lopsided. And then you start to work for them because they're going to say, you know what? You were athletic enough to get to the top of mountain. I had to work there. But yet they don't want to put in the work. So it's really important. When, you, when, I, when, <clears throat> when I think of equality, that's what I'm thinking about, not having to throw somebody – not saying that I'm never going to help somebody get to a better place. I'm not saying I'm never going to teach somebody something. But what I am saying is I don't want to carry anybody in my back either. Because if I'm carrying somebody, who the hell's carrying me? Who's making sure that my needs are met? Who's making sure that they can match wits with me? Who's making sure that they are not that that they are on my level? Or, or, or I have somebody that I can spar with because you are on my level. Instead of me having to worry about a person's feelings all the time. You know, like, so it, it, there, there is... There is a sense of relief when you meet a person that you can say what comes to mind and not have to feel that you're going to like put them in this horrible emotional state because you said something that made them feel bad because they already feel bad about themselves. You know what I mean? Like there, there, there's, there, there's, a, there's a sense of relief when you meet someone that you can have raw discussions with and, and, and be critical and whether it's constructive criticism or, or whatever it is, like you can be, Told, you can be honest with them and they're they're listening to what you're saying and knowing that you have good intentions and not instead of worried about again how they truly feel about themselves and how horrible they feel about themselves and how they're not in the place that you're, you're in so when you when you connect with those people because I have done it you connect with those people the relationship doesn't it, it's it's lops, it's lopsided from the very beginning and it doesn't really it may have some steam in the beginning because 
if, if, any, if, if, any, if anyone out there is like me, you want to help. You're thinking like, I wasn't always this person, right? I didn't always have these tools. I didn't always know these things. So let me help this person. But I can help them. They don't have to be my man. I can help them. They don't have to be my friend. I can help them. They don't have to be my inner circle. You know what I mean? Like I can give them the tools that they need to be uh, the best version of themselves, but I don't necessarily have to commit to them. And I think that that's where we go wrong when we think of, because we have, we may, we may be a little bit more advanced in certain areas that we think that we should wait for somebody to catch up to us. How about we find another person who's also at the top of the mountain and then we could keep climbing together. Or you just find somebody else that, uh, that's strong where you're weak and you're weak where they're strong. You know what I'm saying? Like you come to, you come to Aziz with, I got nutritional information. I'm assuming, I really don't know the details, but my assumption, just knowing that he was a ball player back in the day, is that he's the one that got all of y'all running. Like, all right, I'm running, so we running. You know what I'm saying? And you're like, yo, I'm eating healthy, so we eating healthy. You know what I mean? So that's like, well, one of y'all, your strength is, you know what I'm saying, complements his weakness, and his strength complements your weakness. You know what I'm saying? So that's the way I see it. But I mean, I think, I think the overall point, and it's glad you brought that up, we actually go back and forth about running because we were athletes, me and Jasmine, and Jerry wasn't an athlete. You get what I'm saying? So we yeah. like we had to like look at her like, you can't complete this. We had to understand that we're moving a lot quicker. So we didn't we didn't come down to her level. We still met her. Like, we'll pick a destination and we'll meet there. But at the same time, we wasn't as hard on her when she took a while to get there. You get what I'm okay. saying? So we had to learn yeah. when to pull and when to push. But it was one of those things that being equal, being in an equal relationships, she was able to like, listen, this is what, like when we go at her, she's not just like, you know, poor me, I'm gonna go sit in the corner. No, she's coming right back at us. And we're going back and forth until we find common ground. Because we're like, we're not going, we're not waiting for you. We're not like gonna run at your pace. We need to get something out this deal as well. So how yeah. are we gonna do this? You know, so now what we do is, oh, you go before us and we'll catch you. So we find different ways so we could meet at the same destination at the same time. We always retooling and re, but that's what life is. Like that's the journey. It's always about retooling. If things aren't working out, you retool, but you retool as a unit. You don't do it in your head. Yeah, and there was there was a time when Aziz and, and Jasmine was a lot more active than I was, and I didn't even I couldn't even imagine run, um, um, working out with them. Like that wasn't even a thought. Like I didn't even think I could, I could even be in the same, in the same space with them working out because they were so, they were way more advanced than I was. And then I started to become active and I started to see myself as I was, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm an athlete, but I started to see myself in a more athletic space. And so then I started to see them as more of an equal than ever before. And so we will go running together. And yeah, I don't run at the pace that they run, but I'm still, I'm rolling with them and I'm still going to get there and I'm still going to work out. And I still feel like I belong there. And it's because I changed my mentality and I believe because of, you know, putting in the work and becoming active and believing that I truly belong there. And so it changed the dynamic of our relationship. So the things that we wouldn't, I mean, what, 10 years ago, we would have never done half the things we do now. It wouldn't have even been the thought. I would have been on the sideline somewhere like, you guys can catch up to me when you finish running. I'll Not be over here. To sweat. Yeah, I didn't want to sweat. I didn't want to wear workout clothes. I didn't want to like me outside in workout clothes. Like what? Like no. Like I was. There was just so many no's, and I finally caught up to them, 
and I felt like I actually belonged in that space and look at us now but I had to believe it I have to I had to believe that I belong I, I was there equal I had to believe that even though I wasn't as active for as many years as they were I mean they played they played college basketball and, and they were active from a very young age I started at, in my late 30s basically I ran my first mile in my late 30s you know what I mean so I was a late bloomer, but once I got there, once I got the confidence, I realized like, you know what? I don't have to run a six minute mile to still run with them. I can run. But also they didn't give up on you either, just like you didn't give up on yourself. No, they they, they, they weren't entertaining me because I was coming yeah. from a weak spot. So they, it's not that they, they, the door was always open. It's like, you know, yeah. when, you, when you're ready to run with us, they weren't gonna cater to me and say, you know what? We'll run at your pace. We'll run when you're ready. I had to come to them, right? The door was always open. Um, for me to join them and 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 working out, but they weren't catering to my weaknesses either. Like they weren't saying, you know what, you're not really there, so we can take baby steps. We can walk with you. We can we can walk, run, do whatever. It was this is what we're doing. You can meet us there. You know what I mean? And I had to make the decision. Like, can I really make it? And the first time me and Aziz went running around the reservoir, I was scared out of my mind. We were walking there. I was all stiff. I was like, can I make it around? Like, I was like super nervous because I never, I, I never really ran long distances, and I actually finished. And he was out of shape at the time, and I and I passed him running my little, like the little engine that could. So you know what I mean? Like, it's it's it it, it wasn't like they. It's not that they didn't give up on me, but it's that they they kept the standard, and I had to meet them there. Mm -hmm. And I think that. That's where we all go, where we go wrong too at times too. Like we lower our standards and then we get resentful because we lowered our standards because things didn't pan out the way we wanted it to pan out. They told me, listen, you want to go running? This way you can meet us. Like as easy to say, let's go I'll run up the block. He said, let's go to the reservoir. I, just the thought of the reservoir made me want to throw up. Yeah. Just, it just gave me so much anxiety. But he set the stage. I was like, you know what? I said I wanted to run. So I met him there. Yeah, but wasn't, wasn't it an option though? Like... If it becomes too much, you can actually just slow your pace down. I can, more. but when you're not when you're not athletic, you don't. I didn't know that. I but know I mean, that now. At the I mean, time, like, what I mean is like even walk if necessary. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. I, I know that now, but in the, but because again, like I did, I, I was really ignorant to running. Oh, okay. So I didn't. Yeah, it's common sense, right? You just tie, slow down. But I didn't really know any better, so I thought that I had to run at a certain pace. I had, I had to look a certain way. I had to, you know, wow. complete it a certain way. I didn't realize that I get tired, slow down, don't stop. You okay, know, gotcha. or if you stop, then make sure you start back up again. It's yeah, something I had to learn never, over time. Never, but going into it, to, you out there to run, you never concede. You might stop. Yeah. You, you got to get back on the the horse running. I mean, we 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 just understand. Like, there's nobody I'm ever around that I don't see as an equal. And I understand what you bring to the table. So where you might see pushing, I'm constantly, I'm constantly pushing you because I know your capabilities. So another person, like we always define what's pushing and what's abuse, right? Yeah. It's win-win. It's like I'm beating you and I'm getting things out of it. Like you're not getting anything out of it. Mm. You're motivating somebody, you're pushing them to be their best self. It, it could look the same. You watching a coach yell at somebody in their face and you didn't do this. It, it could look, why does that coach have to do that? It could look a certain way, but he's motivating his player. He's motivating him because that's, that's, that's the culture, right? But you on the sideline don't understand that. You're like, yo, why is he all up in his face? Why? Yeah, the karate, take it. You're the not karate kid. Somebody you don't believe 
got got another gear. You know what I'm saying? So we always use the like we don't we didn't talk about abuse yet, but we always use the win-win method. Like I always ask Jerry and them, what do I get from this situation? Because it looks like you win-win. Yeah. If I say this to you, 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 you sad. But if I don't say this to you, you sad. Where am I winning in this? You're not. You know it's a win-win. That's abuse. Then it stifles my voice. Then I don't want to talk anymore. The relationship's the, the relationship is dwindling as we speak. But when we where where I get something out of it, you get something out of it, we gotta keep it equal. We both have to have an understanding of what we're getting out of it. We both have to have an understanding of who's getting what and how we getting what. But you should be getting something out the deal, whether it's, oh, I'm taking her this place, but I still feel some gratitude that I can support her. Mm. But if I'm taking her that place and I'm like, oh my God, I gotta go here. Yeah, stay home then. I'm sure Jerry's gonna look at me like, stay home then. Because what is she getting out of it? She's getting company that don't really wanna be there. Mm. So when you join the relationship, you set, you set the bar. And you don't, you don't bring the bar down for anybody. You work towards the bar, that's the destination. It's just like what you said earlier, working towards the destination together. Yeah. We don't get in relationships and say, you know what? We're just gonna wing it. That's where a lot of people go wrong. You don't just wing it, you like, okay, what do you bring to the table? What do you bring to the table? Oh, okay. We both wanna go here, okay. We both want this. What's your intentions? I want a long-term relationship. I want somebody who's there with me for life. That's my intention. What's your intention? Yeah, I want the same thing. Oh, that's a destination. That's the standard. Somebody's falling short. You can now say, listen, didn't we say we both was going to do this for a lifetime? Why are you losing steam? What's happening? Mm -hmm. Are you also losing interest? Are yeah, you but also, what, what, what are your core values, though? Like how, like, how do you approach getting to your destination? Definitely. Definitely. But I mean, core values is a part of the whole, the whole destination. That's what motivates you. That's the strings we pull to make sure we motivate the person because we all feel a certain way. But when you got to feed your kids and you're dead tired, what pushes you to where you need to go? Your core values. Yeah. I'm not allowing my kids to go hungry. That's Absolutely. what pushes you to where you got to go. So if I know everybody around me has that push, I'm expecting it. They always tell people don't have ex no expectations. That, that, that's wrong. That's bad advice. You should have the expectations that they told you they, that they gave you. Mm. Don't have un, un, unrealistic expectations. They didn't give it to you. Why are you expecting it? Yes, there you go. That, that's it. That's no, it right that's, there. That's the, that's the message. They have unrealistic expectations. And that's exactly what it's about. But when you fall back, have expectations. Like, that's your standards. You deserve the best. What's your value? So, like, in your, in your scenario, your value was like, yo, I bust my behind. I fell on hardship. You, this is when you step up. Yeah. That's what we signed on for. This or is did you? Well, hold on. But, or did you sign up for it? So, I think another, another thing that couples don't really factor in either is, well, I'm assuming. I'm just. I'm just using this as an oh, example. I don't want to. I don't want to get into a, a session. You no, know but you mean? don't. But you don't. But I'm just saying. Like, I want to be clear. Like, you don't really. I know that I. I can. I'm guilty of this too. Like, I meet a guy. You know, we're asking all these. You know, we're getting to know each other. Asking all these questions. But the one thing you don't ask is, 
when you guys are moving in together, it's, you know, what happens, like, what's going to be the game plan if one of us loses our job? Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. Or what's yeah. going to, or, or, or what are we going to put in place so that one of us loses our job? And sometimes it happens where you don't have a cushion, whatever the case may be, but just know that the roles and responsibilities may slightly shift. Like, since I'm going to be home and I can look for a job between nine and six, nine and three every day, then I'll, you know, instead of you coming home to cook dinner, I can cook dinner, whatever. Or I can pick up the kids from school. I could do, you know, all that stuff. So I think that I can actually address it. Like, or did you guys have that conversation? No, nah, absolutely not. It was more reactive than uh, proactive. But, you know what I'm saying? From, from my perspective, I'm like, yo, even though I fell on these hardships that I didn't expect and I had no control over, I stepped up and I stepped up to the plate every way that I should be expected to. I'm going above and beyond, you know what I'm saying? Like you're coming home to a, to a yeah. clean house, a cooked meal. I'm still bringing in money from unemployment plus my service package and I'm hitting the pavement every single day as if that's my full-time job looking for a job. Yeah, you know what I mean? Integrity. But in reality today's day, a lot of people that's getting into a relationship don't cover all those bases. They sometimes they just rush into a relationship and not actually sit down and talk and like we always say, come to an agreement. And before you even come to an agreement, you have to sit back and think like, um, am I able to agree with this now? Two years from now, three years from now, you can't just rush into agreement without thinking it through first because in yourself, sometimes you change within yourself and sometimes that other person changed within themselves and that the agreement split apart and conflicts come in also. Give us a give us an yeah. example of how you change within yourself. Like and you actually signed on to be in a, a partnership. Like for instance, loss of a job, birth of a child, loss of a best friend oh, or yeah, family. Yeah, yeah, your relationship shit. You know. Huh? Your relationship, like your responsibilities within your relationship, shit. Like for you instance, talk about like having drastic, children. Like drastic said, losing the job, for instance, that's a mm -hmm. big issue in a relationship. Definitely, it, it, can, be. it can be a strain. It can or be a having strain a, a or having a parent that's ill move in with you guys. That's also that also could be a strain of relationship. Yeah. But yeah. when you look at when you look at the relationship, I want you to think about it. When you look at the relationship as a whole, you know, are you having these discussions as they come along? So are you just moving the parent in because it's your parent? Or are you having the discussion with your partner? Sometimes that happens. I know the parent in because they're your parent and you're not consulting yeah. with your partner. I mean, yeah. that's a betrayal. No yeah. matter how good intended it is. So yeah, your partner should be a board. But I think I think when y'all have similar core values, that's a no-brainer. Like, yeah, we're gonna move them in. But at the same time, your the parent needs to understand what, what's going on when you move them in. Yeah. There has to be boundaries and it needs to be a a, a discussion. When you having a child, you have to literally decide shifts. How it's gonna look. How are we gonna react? Yeah, if you're having ch children and don't know you're having them. Like, of course you reacted. Of course, and we're not saying it don't happen. It does happen. Yeah. I mean, you have kids and you're you're having sex and you you know and you're not really thinking and you you know you're getting caught up in the the high of it and 
you know, you end up pregnant. But then you have nine months to really put together a plan. Mm -hmm. What happens with that? Like you're together, you have nine months to actually discuss a plan and you don't even have a plan in place in nine months. Mm -hmm. So you have to really think about what, what really changes. Because the, the same thing that stays consistent is y'all got each other's backs. Mm -hmm. And y'all going to do anything to make sure each other's joy is still present. So how could I keep that joy present? How could I, say, how could I put in the work to keep that joy present? So listen, you tired. Go, go to sleep. I put the baby to bed today. You got to get up for work. I understand. I understand what I'm getting into. I put the baby to bed, you get up, the next day you, 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 you hold the baby down. We know how hard it is, a crying baby all the time. You don't get no sleep. We all been through it. If whoever hasn't had kids, I mean, get ready. But you, get, you go through it. And if you have a, a combative partner, it's going to be a hard shift. But if you're working in unison, life is easy. Combative, but it's also really important to understand what you expect the other to bring to the table, right? So mm -hmm. if you are a, a dad who believes that it's the woman's responsibility to do all the baby stuff, then that's where the disconnect is, you know? It's, it's, or in your case, Drastic, did your, did your, the person that you're talking about, did she believe that the man should always be the breadwinner regardless, or he should be bringing, like he should always be bringing finances to the table? Because if that is truly her belief, then I could see, not to say that she should, should, should like crap, I don't agree with, how she treated you, but it's easier to understand why a person is treating you the way that they're treating you based on what they believe, right? Yeah. Does, does she believe that even though you were doing, holding things down and making sure the house was clean, all that stuff, but she's probably thinking like, that's my job, that's not your job, you should be out there working. You know what I mean? So it, it's really important to have those discussions as well. Like when you're thinking about, when you're having a kid with somebody, it's like, you know, do you, as a man, do you believe that I'm the one that's supposed, like that should be the one can for the baby all the time while you go to work, or is it going to be shared responsibility where you take one shift, I take another shift, I breastfeed, you change the diaper, you put them, you know, like, is it going to be that type of environment or is it going to, or you, do you believe something different? And you have to make sure that when you're committing with people that you guys believe, both believe the same thing so that there's not going to be friction. And not to say that there's not going to be times when maybe I take care of the baby more than the, the dad does, but we both agree that we're all go going to, that we're both going to chip in and we're both going to take a piece of the pie. So yeah. I think that that's really important to establishing what a person truly believes in the role sure that they are, they put, they, they are action on, on their beliefs as well. Yeah. I mean, me personally, like, uh, like I said, Google wasn't popping at the time when I had that situation. So, you know what I'm saying? That was a time ago. And, um, you know, being, 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 a old, being older and, and, and wiser now, you know what I'm saying? I definitely would have a, a different uh, approach, but you know, during those days, yeah, everything was reactive. You know what I'm saying? There was no proactive conversations. It was, you know what I'm saying? You're just looking at things like you would think, you know, like common sense dictates that this is how a person should respond, but you never know what their experiences were and, you know, their environment that they grew up in and what shaped and for, I don't know, to be honest, I don't know what their belief, what the person's beliefs was about stuff like that. You know what I mean? And that's why I believe like situations like that caused me to take a different approach now now i'm like i'm not in a rush to 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 commit to anybody right now you know what i'm saying like i need to know who i'm dealing with you know what i'm saying like walk walk that slow slow stroll you know what i'm saying not, don't jump out the window into nothing you know what i'm saying take your time 
<laughs> get to know who you're dealing with. And that's like me with either if, well, I'm going into a relationship or going into a friendship. Yeah, I'm, but I want to take my time. You know, it's very scary. All the things I've been through and I don't want to go through those things again. So, yes, I'm scared. I'm nervous and I'm kind of standoffish. But I feel taking your time for me is best right now. With any relationship. Yeah, you got to because you because you know what I'm saying like situations happen and uh, that it'd it be like the, 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 the traumatic experiences is, is what exposes who a person is sometimes, but it shouldn't have mm -hmm. to be that way. You know what I'm saying? You should have already had those discussions to know, like, you know, these, these uh, examples that Jerry given is, is awesome examples, but you know what I'm saying? You don't think about stuff like that when you're in your early 20s, you know? So my question for um, you guys, like, for both Amali and um, Jastic, you said you're taking time for yourself, but what, what, what tools are you putting in place so that you guys can connect with other people? I don't, I like, mean, how do you know that you're going to be ready to connect with other people? Like, at what point? Like, how much know. time? What are you guys doing? And at what point do you know that you're ready to connect? Like, for me, it's not even a goal at this point. So, like, it's a, it's arbitrary. I really can't tell you. I'm just going with the motions because I don't even have a, a goal in mind. That Like, that's not even my goal. Let me connect with somebody. You know what I'm saying? My goal. Good. Yeah, yeah, I guess I'm done. Yeah, that's not even my goal at this point. So well, I think um, when I find out what those, the person's um, interests are, goals are, fa family dynamics are, and when I feel comfortable with that person, and especially when we have conversations and spend time together and, and um, things like that. So what do you, when you say that you're working on, so you're saying that you're working on self, right? Yeah. So would, so you're saying that you're, but you're still willing to put yourself out there to connect with somebody to see if they are a possible person that you can. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I say like, it's friends and uh, um, significant other, because um, you can always have friends. There's nothing wrong with meeting new people and becoming friends. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's nothing wrong with meeting somebody and becoming uh, into a partnership with them. So, yeah, I, I'm leery, you know, but, yeah, I put myself out there, but I'm also leery. I'm also kind of standoffish because I sit and read the person and I listen to what they say. I just don't jump on every word. I sit back and study them and listen to what they have to say because I don't want to put myself back in situations that I have been before. Because right now I'm at a, a space in my life where I'm good, I'm happy. You know, I'm content with myself. There's still some goals that I need to accomplish, but I'm content with myself where I don't want to have anybody come and disrupt my life. I want it to be cool and easy and smooth and stress-free and drama-free as possible. Wait, I have a question. Can you hear me, guys? Yeah, we can hear you. Oh. Well, for Drastic, like, I, what I don't understand why I just wanted to, I popped up on the video was because you're changing how you are dealing with people in regards to, like, now you're kind of staying away 
when you immediately just saying like you were reactive instead of proactive. So why not just change your approach instead of hiding from people? You know what I mean? Like, now I definitely don't want to hide from people. Like I'm not looking for any, how should I put it? Like I want to connect with people, but not on like close, intimate levels. But, you know but what I'm why saying? not? When you know that the reason why it was fucked up before was because, excuse my language, the reason why it was jacked up before was because you were you were not doing progressive things. So now that you have a better approach and you know how to do things better, why not just move forward with that ideal instead of not at all? I'd rather, I'd rather just focus on me for the time being, you know what I'm saying? And, and it might be an indefinite period of time on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even got an expiration date on it on when I feel like, all right, I've done enough self self-reflection. Like right now, that's the goal. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like self-evaluation, improve myself, you know what I'm saying? And, and if the time is, if the time happens, you know what I'm saying? And I put an if on that, like, it's not definite. If the time comes, you know what I'm saying? And, and it happens organically, then it happens organically. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not, it's just not my goal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To, to connect with people on, 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 especially like a partner or something like that right now. You know what I mean? I'm just like, I just, no, I, I hear just what you're saying. Yeah. I'm just saying the reason, the reason why though, I'm saying doesn't make sense because when I say it doesn't make sense, I'm just saying from what you originally said, you originally said like you expressed that bad situation and then said, this is why I'm not, this is why like I'm good. But I'm like, if you already know that the reason why it was bad was because you didn't even do your part to make sure that it was good why wouldn't you just change your action because you know better now instead of now like because basically all that time you was you knew at the time you wasn't feeling that shit you didn't have to go through a whole silent period in order to know that it wasn't right and she wasn't the one for you you didn't need silent time to do that so what i'm saying is moving forward why would you need all this silent time now when you already knew the situation was and you wasn't doing the right thing you taking steps you've taken steps now to say okay this is what i'm going to do moving forward so now to be like, I'm, I'm good, I'm done, I'm, I'm just going to do me, it just doesn't, you sound like a scorned man. You know what I mean? Not, just I mean, that's, that's, like, that's, I don't, always, that's always the place of hurt. I mean, yeah. everybody that's hurt that we ever encounter says the same thing. I'm just working on me. But if there's a lot of good, if there's a lot of people that's been hurt and they're working on them, let's say, if there's a whole bunch of those types of people that have been hurt and working on them, and they still believe they're solid or like in Amali's case, she's like, yeah, you know, like I've been there, I've been hurt, I've been through this, whatever, whatever. On, don't you think you're wiser now? And you could assess people a lot better. Like while you're sitting back reading people, what are you doing to enhance the relationship? If you're doing the reading and you're not actually participating, what are you doing to enhance the relationship? Yeah, that was going to be my next, my so next like, if we now, if I look at a relationship, like I heard us in the beginning talk about how we feed off each other. So yeah, if I look at a relationship as a hindrance, like Amali, I'm sure she's good at this point, you know, drastic. I'm sure you're good at this point. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure you feel good, but we could, if we can promise you, if you're, if you find somebody that's like-minded, the way you feel now is going to be 10 nil because you have somebody that's working alongside you. So where Amali, whereas you getting the groceries, Somebody else is picking up the groceries and you come straight home. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like you're working in unison. But if you look at the, if you look at the, a person or attach, connecting a person to your life as a hardship, yeah, of course you're not going to connect. But that's not a healthy way to look at things because there's good people out there. 
if you believe you're a good person and Amali believes she's a good person and everybody else watching is believe they're good people, why can't you find all the good people and work that work, work through it with that? Do that couch. But something in y'all still trying to live bad people. Or surround right. yourselves by people that are a little questionable. Well, what you just said, Aziz, just answered Jenny's question because she said, you know, we cannot operate from a place of fear or pain. How, how to gain confidence and self-love enough to venture out again? It's just like that. Like, you have to believe that there's other people out there like you. You have to believe that there's other people that are not going to do you wrong. Or you're gonna, you, have, you have to trust yourself to have the tools in place to have the proper conversations, to have the, the, those talks that are not so easy, not so fun, that people consider to be buzzkill, to see if you're truly compatible with the people that you're connecting with. And be vulnerable. You have to be vulnerable too. Put yourself out there and know that the you being if you around people that's gonna take advantage of you, then they're doing you a favor anyway. You you keep you know the signs, you keep it moving. So it's really just trusting yourself, knowing that there's other people out there like you, and being and, and being vulnerable. Being vulnerable to know that you want you wanna you wanna meet another person that have that that that's similar to who you are, who believes that they shouldn't go around hurting people on purpose and um, who has the same integrity and principles and morals that you have. You have to believe that there's another person out there like you. You're only looking for that one person when you're looking for a romantic partner. And you may look for like a handful of friends because let's be honest, like you, we, we, when you get to a certain age, you can't have more than a handful of friends anyway. Like you don't have the time. So you're only looking for a handful of friends and that one person that you want to spend the rest of your life with in a romantic way. I just want to oh. look for some Olympic weights right now. You know what I'm saying? Like because of the coronavirus, infl they inflated the prices and, it's, and stuff is out of stock. If I could just find a weight set, you know what I'm saying, with an Olympic bar, I'd rather find that than a, than a partner, to be honest. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I, I say that as a joke, but I also say that because I know y'all in the city, so you might actually come across that. If you do, keep your eyes open. Let me know. You know what I'm saying? Especially if the price is good. Yeah, no, we're not feeding your habits. We're not feeding your habits of being a loner. <laughs> yeah, Jenny, we would we would definitely we would definitely recommend that you forge your friendship first. That's where the, the mentality, yeah. Forge your friendship first, and then move from there. You know what I'm saying like you, it, it's a bonus. I mean, yeah, you do got to put in work, and maybe I don't want to put in the, the extra effort, which is obviously uh, y'all prerogative, but at the end of the day, like we are showing you that with more people, everything runs smoother, but you just gotta have high standards and not give them up for anybody. Like allow, like you could keep running through people. Like Jerry said, you're only looking for one and maybe a handful of friends. Mm -hmm. So if you can't keep on, you just keep on running through them, running through them. What we're saying is don't change the mentality. Never say it's better alone. Yeah. Keep on, keep on leaving your mind open. Keep on leaving your options open. Keep on discussing things with friends. When you feel somebody that seems cool, you know, talk to them. See what they're about. It, it's not going to hurt to have a discussion with them. And then let them in, you know, let them in as slow as possible. However, you know, work at your pace. I wouldn't even say your pace. Work at your pace. Because relationship is about two people. So your pace may be slow. They shouldn't be working at your pace. That should find a pace that's comfortable for both of y'all to work at. Yeah, both could agree on. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So, go ahead. 
Well, yeah, absolutely. And when you're really connecting with, when you truly want to connect with somebody and when you, when you're truly compatible, they're not a hindrance. They're not, you know, I'm not saying that you guys never fight because me and Aziz argue all the time, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's not, it's not dreadful. It's not like they're, they're bringing you down. It's, it's, they're bringing more positive than negatives to your life. So it's worth it. It's worth every argument. It's worth every disagreement. It's worth, because the good outweighs that, right? In anything, like you have to, that's how you look at life, right? Like you only want to, the risk outweighs the rewards. I mean, the award outweighs the risk. Yeah, the <laughs> um, it's late. Um, but the point is, is that like you, you, you're making sure that you are putting yourself in, and you, you're surrounding yourself around people that is adding to your life. Like equal relationships should add up. You know what I mean? Like it's adding to your life. They're not taking away from it. And the minute that someone's taken away, then you need to reevaluate re your situation. If it becomes like a job, like work, like I don't like to work out. Of, like I don't always want to wake up. Work, I don't always wake up wanting to hit the pavement and run. But I know that I have a bigger goal. I know that there's other things I, I that's something I really want to achieve. And if I don't, if I don't get up and run every day, I'm not going to get to that goal. So not every day that I do I want to hang out with Aziz. Every day Aziz don't want to hang out with me. But we do know that we have a bigger we. There's something bigger than us, and there's something that we both want to achieve together. So there's we put our selfish uh, our selfish wants to, to the side and make sure that we come together. And I, I want I want to leave everybody with something. Anybody that has people like I don't care what adult you are, you're a role model. You yeah. I mean? And if you're running around saying, "Yeah, I'm just going better off by myself," guess who else is saying it? Your kids. Guess who else is saying that? Your, your, your yeah, that's like, so when you're looking at it, yeah, you're doing it for you, but it's selfish. You're not giving the right mentality because now what are they going to think? Well, mommy didn't do it. Well, daddy didn't do it. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, the kid walking down the street. Well, I heard, I heard this wise man say, and really it's not wisdom. Like it separates you from everybody else. And if you do have a strong faith in like, let's say in a higher power, like, the, the whole point is the connection. Mm -hmm. That's the whole point. Like I always say, I don't know a higher power that don't preach connection. So yeah, you can step away for a while, think about where you're going, because yeah, having a plan is important, but don't don't step away too long where you're now preaching, I'm comfortable by myself when, you know, the whole point of living and breathing is to build connections. And once we have children, it's all about showing them how to have great connections through mm -hmm. And by doing it ourselves, you know, do, we, we're not in that time. Do what I say. Yeah, the more, the more, the more connections you got, that the more time that takes away from your study time. You know what I'm saying? Time that you could be reading, time that you could be meditating, time that you could be praying. Reading? Why are you meditating? Why are you doing all that? Why, why have peace of mind? What are you going to do with it? The more I'm at peace, the more I can, I can, I can give peace to others. Okay, but that's the whole point. But you're saying that you're not connecting but with people. You're saying you're not connecting, and you're saying that you're going to really just be peaceful and miss the peace and walking down the street. Gandhi is very peaceful, but Gandhi... Oh, he's just about to say, just go be a monk. <laughs> like, just stop yeah, it. Yeah, and even them, they, they, they're they monks together. Yeah, yeah they're, they are, they're in the community, yeah. There's no, there's nothing that you're going to run into. Loner, being a loner and being... And lonely and being alone is two different things. I get it. Loners, loners have ambition. But the point is, they have to use people to get to where they got to go. You want friends. That's true peace of mind. Because when you can't do something for yourself, they're there to support you. So you got to think about it. I mean, you're fighting it. 
I get it. You're fighting the urge because, you know, the pain, that's pain talking. I would, I would, I would believe it. Like y'all both said, okay, I've been in painful experiences, but do you not think that we have? Like, the thing is, you don't let anybody steal your joy. All right, let me, let me ask you this, though. A very like, simple got... understanding. Don't let nobody steal your faith. But go ahead. We only have four minutes. Yeah, this is a, this, this a quick question. You got, yeah. like, a village that you rock with on a daily basis. Like, what if you wanted to lock in and study for, like, four to eight hours a day? Just you and, just you and the book that you're reading. Well, what, why would I do that? What would I be doing? Gaining knowledge, gaining understanding, gaining wisdom. What? What would I be doing? To do what with it? To do what with it? Am I why it's a life? But why can't you say, guys, I found this book I'm really interested in. Can we do this together? together. Yeah. Like, why does it have to be separate? I okay. listen, yeah, drastic, I'm a loner. I'm not like listen, I'm not even that upset to some degree. I'm just saying in general, like, yeah, like the things that you come up with though, man, you're killing me. Because essentially, like, I can have I can have my group and I can still have a long time. It's not saying that just because you have a good one one or two friends or whatever that you know, you, 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 that's it. You did that there's just no self-knowledge, there's no self -aid. Like we as this always explains to me, and it's true. We take the we 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 work in two different places. We take the bus different places. I have my headphones. I'm listening to TED Talks. He's reading. We're doing so many different things that's allowing us to self-evaluate. Mm -hmm. I'm at work. I, I'm taking moments. I, I got a text. Everything is technology, right? Google, Google, Google. I'm on my phone. I'm looking up definitions. I'm writing notes in my little phone. That's all self-evaluation. You know what I'm saying? So why do I need to, to take all four hours and keep myself separate when, again, just to reiterate, yeah, I can say, hey guys. This is what I, are you guys interested? And if they're not, then set a time like, hey, so uh, this day and this day, I have this blocked out, just so you know, so if you make plans, keep me, keep me, keep me updated. It's all about communication, no matter what it is, what type of relationship it is, it's all about communication, working together, being in each other's best interest, and knowing that they're gonna be there for you. Just like what they were talking about the exercise and the nutrition, who wants to not eat chicken and who wants to not eat some things? But listen, sometimes you just gotta give it up for the, for the good, man. Makes sense. All makes sense. Very good. All makes sense. And, and just to be clear, I have a like thirty seconds, and then I'll go into my spiel. But, um, but just to be clear, drastic, like we all we all like to do things different recreationally. Like I like to read, right? And when I want to read, I find time that doesn't take away from everyone to read my book. I'm part of a book club, which requires me to read on a regular basis, and they're not a part of the book club. <laughs> you know, but that doesn't mean that it, but me being a part of book club is not taken away from the, them, the, our time together, not taking away from the kids. It just means I added on something and I, I know that I have to get creative with how, when, of, of the times I am going to read. At the time I was reading uh, when I was traveling to work. Now I don't travel to work, but I get creative with it. Either I'm getting up really early or I stay up a little later to read a couple of pages at night. And that's what it all boils down to. It's really taken on, on, on enough taking on extra things, but making sure you're not taking away from the from, from your loved ones. So making sure that you're always connecting and that you guys are always making sure that you guys are on the same page. Yeah, and Daya said drastic. Your next partner would be the best of you because of what you are go what you what you went through, what you have gone through, excuse me. Hold on, what was the first part of that? Daya, next part? Daya said your next partner would be the best of you because of what you have gone through. Okay. So she just wanted to hit you with that. But go ahead, Jerry. But anyway, thank you guys for joining another great discussion.
Um, if you haven't already shared, please share this um, live because it, again, other people could take in this information and really learn from it. Um, if you haven't checked out our website, it's um, loveisagroupjourney.com. We have our relationship building services. We have the blogs, we have podcasts. We have all of these live um, Let's Talk Relationship discussions archived. So you, we, we have a whole page of media that you guys could check out. And we also have a text feature. So if you wanna get daily updates, on from the love snobs you could text love the the love snobs to no, three nine nine seven zero is not the yeah it's just love snobs oh my bad love snobs to three nine nine seven zero and we'll be able to send you guys little reminders so when you need if you need that time to regroup and self-evaluate we got you <laughs> all right everybody have a good one good night thank everybody <laughs> for showing up we appreciate it Bye. Well, good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Yes, Bye. Sir.